Hello, my name is Rick Pearson. Welcome to Prophecy USA, a program specifically designed to unveil the hidden mystery of America's role in Bible prophecy. You know, in recent programs, we've discussed many of the 53 biblical prophecies that America has fulfilled in her covenant relationship with God. But what should we expect in the future? Stay tuned, you're about to find out. Welcome back, folks. Last week, we were in Augusta, Georgia with Dorothy and Tamara Spaulding on the Watchman TV network. Today, we're going to continue with that interview as Dorothy asks me questions of what we believe the Bible says is coming to this great nation that we call the United States. So stay tuned, and you are there. And if you have this word uh -huh. in you, you have to be kind. You have to be loving. You yeah. have to be forgiving. Galatians, Those are the weapons right. of our warfare. And sometimes our flesh gets in there. And somebody <laughs> punches you, you want to punch right. them back. Well, well, we're seeing the DOJ and the FBI and the CIA, they're all being weaponized against the church. The church. You had parents who are fed up. When, when COVID happened and they locked down the schools, parents started seeing what their kids were being taught. And they started going to school boards and rising up. And this what is did, what they should and do. And then the school, the teachers union, sent a message to the FBI to treat us like domestic terrorists. Yes. Because we were coming against what they're teaching. The CDC just released a report that teachers and schools should be allowed to teach LGBTQ curriculum to our kids in schools. The CDC is pushing that. The CDC is evil, by the way, just so you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this so, is where we are. So they're teaching LGBT curriculum. Yeah. Okay. In 1986, when I had the revelation, I was absolutely dumbfounded. Mm -hmm. And I started researching. And I was told about the whole gay movement and what was coming. There was a militant force coming. And I thought, I, 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 it was just, I slept for three weeks with this book on my chest. And I begged God, please don't let me lose my mind. Now, what you're seeing happening now, I saw it coming. But that was 36 years ago, in 1986. A society goes into a reprobate thinking. And reprobate means a mind that's filled with darkness that cannot understand and discern between good and evil. That's yeah. right. So when you see uh, drag queens going into schools and churches and churches everyone knows that inside that dress is a biological man but only this book can tell you what's inside the man right and this book will give you a checkup from the neck up it will quicken your spirit to discern and understand what's happening and and these books are designed I think this is a good book, 
and I think, this is a good book, but this is the, the good book. book. So my books are designed to get you into this book, and once you open this book up and start reading it, the God of heaven will speak yep. directly to you. You do not need a prophet to hear from God. Prophets are designed to stir up, stir you up and let you get into the Word, but unless that prophet's Word lines up with this Word, then that prophet might be speaking something from the presumption of his heart. Because I would love to see, I would love to see America come back and rule and reign for the next 400 years. But according to Scripture, where we are on the prophetic time clock, with what we're seeing, the signs say that we're getting very close to Babylon's judgment. But nobody knows the day or the hour. But it's just like Moses. When that judgment came down, the children of Israel came out. Yeah. And they came out with the wealth of Egypt. And they came out with the wealth of Egypt. We will come out not with material wealth, mm -mm. but with spiritual, spiritual health, where you store up treasure in heaven. heaven. And you can only store up treasure in heaven by giving. Right. You give and you receive. But everything that you give is recorded in heaven. And that's why God wants his church to tithe. Well, it's because what happens is money is the root of all evil. The and love of money. The, the love, love of, of money, money is the root of all evil. And you can, people um, hold on to their money they don't want to let loose of it. it tells the heart of a man when your heart is right you want to give you want to give i mean you lack I, to give you desire to give thank you yes want you means lack yeah want means lack but you desire i mean we make our living by our giving yes you we do. always say that but the whole thing is money doesn't have me mm -hmm. And money has people, it's gripped them so hard. Look at the rich man, yes. Lazarus, and the poor man. He couldn't even give that man crumbs. And yet, when he died, he went to hell, and he saw um, Lazarus there, and he said, let him just dip some water in my tongue. I see these people that are so messed up right now, Bible says all liars will find themselves in a lake of fire. Yes. I see them and I pray for them because they have no idea no. what's ahead for them. No, they And don't. that's why stations like this are so important, that we can tell you the news. Bringing Rick in here, it's amazing the words you know. It's amazing. And when you look at all the signs that are coming, it's Babylon. You say it's Babylon. Yes. And that's where we are. And, and the spirits that are here now are not little spirits. Uh -uh. These are spirits Monsters. that, that when, Mos when Joshua came into the um, promised land, he had to fight Baal, Baal worshipers. And then that was in uh, 1600, 1150, the first thing Gideon had to do was cut down the Ashtoreth poles, which was Baal worship. And then it was 300 years later, um, Elijah called down fire on the Baal worshippers. And then Josiah in 650 BC, God was going to judge the nation and Josiah destroyed all the places of Ashtoreth and all the places where they were sacrificing children. 
And God gave Israel 40 years of blessing and grace because one man said, we're going to follow this word. But as soon as he died, Jeremiah said, the former king shed innocent blood. And because Manasseh, King Manasseh, has shed innocent blood, the Lord will not pardon, but he's going to judge it. And Babylon came and ransacked the nation. Now, now can I ask you a question? Can I just say one, yeah, one thing? Here? Sure. You mentioned about giving. You folks would not be getting this message. And I struggled to give 10% of my net worth. And I gave it to medical missions, to people over in third world nations. Mm -hmm. It was through ORU. But if I had not re released that, somebody else would be giving this message, not mm -hmm. me, because I wouldn't have a clue. If I would have said, no, I'm not giving that money. God tested me. Yeah. He tested me because I'll be honest with you, when you're in business, your goal is to make money, and it's fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's fun making money, yeah. and it's more fun spending money and yeah. buying all the toys you want. But God says, don't make that your idol and your God. Mm -hmm. Your first priority is your gifts come down from heaven, yeah. and then you take that first fruit and say, Lord, where do you want this to go? And you help other people. And then God the blesses you. And then you become a blessing, and that, that, that it's a reciprocal of giving and receiving. Receiving. Giving and it receiving. It shows your heart. And every gift from God, it says in Deuteronomy 18.22, God gives you power to get, to get wealth. wealth. So I would not be on television if I had not given. And also, if I hadn't saved up my money, I couldn't pay because I'm just starting out. It takes a long while before you start breaking because. even. Um, so I'm taking my life savings and I'm going on television and I'm, I'm wanting souls. God, I know what's coming. God's showed it to me. I'm working hard because I want souls and my job is to warn people of what's coming and what's here. In 2019, Prophecy USA showcased biblical warnings of the coming New World Order. In 2020, we warned you of their plans to use COVID-19 to accelerate that agenda. In 2021, we warned of the Babylonian spirits who were invading our nation to provoke curses upon the land, emulating Sodom and Gomorrah. But what is next? Prophecy USA is proud to present The Coming Exodus, Unveiling America's Future. In this exciting book, you will discover where traditional theologians have missed the mark and why prophecy teachers have refused to acknowledge that America's role in Bible prophecy is rapidly being fulfilled. When you give a donation of $35 or more, you will receive The Coming Exodus, Unveiling America's Future. Or for a donation of just $60 or more, you will receive both books, The Coming Exodus and The Hour That Changes Everything. Call 1-888-306-1759 or visit us online at prophecyusa.org. A lot of the a lot of uh, prophets today are talking about the outpouring. <coughs> the what? The outpouring that's going to be that's going to take uh -huh. place. This great movement. Do you see God. that? I see that coming, and I and I and I see it in Scripture. Um, and and I call it the early and the latter rain, and it's based on uh, in Joel 2:23. It says He will come down for you, the early and the latter <coughs> rain. And then in Joel 2:28 says I will pour out my spirit. 
upon your sons and daughters, and they shall prophesy, and your old men shall see dreams, and your young men shall see visions. Now, this is what Peter quoted the prophet Joel on the day of Pentecost. Uh-huh. Of course, the day of Pentecost, they were gathered together with one accord, and suddenly there came a sound a as of a rushing mighty wind. Well, Kinda see, that's, to you. that's what happened to me <laughs> yeah. when I was 18. And I didn't know these scriptures were in the Bible, but that this is quite evident now. I mean, this is yeah. what happened 2,000 years ago. And Peter said, uh, but that, this is that which was spoken by Joel, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. Now, Joel said, I will pour my spirit out. Peter said, I will pour out, out of my spirit. my spirit. So James, 10 years after the day of Pentecost, he said, be patient, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord, for the husbandman waits for the precious fruit of the earth until he receives the early and, and the, latter the latter rain. So the early rain was in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. Jesus operated under the Old Testament anointing. We, under, uh, we which was the early rain, we operate under the latter rain. But there's coming a time when the early and the latter rain will be released before he comes. That's and it mm -hmm. might be, it might be a very short, quick revival, but I believe it'll be the final altar call to the United States of America to come back to me because ready or not, I'm coming back for you. That's exactly mm -hmm. what Perry Stone says. That is the last sign that the will be last fulfilled. Sign. That's that would be the last mm -hmm. sign. Uh -huh. The last sign. And we don't know, but but you know when Jesus operated, it said in um, Isaiah 11 that the Spirit of God would come upon Jesus. Now this is prophesied in uh, 750 B.C. and it says the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, counsel and might, fear and knowledge of the Lord. And then Jesus said, the Lord has anointed me to speak. So I think the seventh characteristic of God is you must speak his word. Mm -hmm. But Jesus operated with the seven spirits of God upon him. Yes. That's the Old Testament anointing. Then in Acts, the New Testament anointing started to come out. But it says in Isaiah that he shall delight himself in the fear of the Lord. Yes. We do not operate today in the fear of the Lord. People today do not fear God. But in the early and the latter rain outpouring, when Elijah called down fire, nobody was laughing. Uh -uh. Nobody was cheering. Nobody was clapping. They were on their faces saying, he's the God, he's the God. Yes. This is what I think... This is my interpretation. I believe that the last outpouring is going to release the fear of God for anyone who has an inkling of who Jesus was. Right. And they will come back. Your sons and daughters will come back. And then the rapture will come at the same time that Babylon is judged. Jeremiah was the prophet, the last prophet in Judah before judgment came covenant nation. And Jeremiah said, well, you have broken commandments. You're sacrificing your children to Baal. This is immoral. God's going to judge it. And Hananias came 
Hananiah. Mm-hmm. And God told Jeremiah to put a yoke around his neck. Hananiah come and broke the yoke and said, the Lord would say that I've broken the yoke of Babylon off our covenant nation of Judah. God's not going to judge it. We're going to rise up and win. Jeremiah is frustrated. He says, that's a great word. Yeah. And then he went to his prayer closet. He says, God, why'd you tell me one thing and you told this other prophet another? Yeah. And God rebuked Jeremiah. He says, Jeremiah, Hananiah does not have my word. He's not stood in my presence. He's not received my counsel. And he has, de- not, has not delivered my word to the nation. He's spoken out of his heart presumptuously. Go and tell him I'm going to kill him. Seven months later, he was dead. This Hananiah Mm -hmm. was speaking presumptuously. Nobody wants to see destruction come. Mm -hmm. But, But I believe that some of the folks who are saying, thus saith the Lord today, need to be very careful. Because one of the things the Lord hates is a lying tongue and they who bear false witness. Now, if you say, thus saith the Lord, and it doesn't come to pass, that is the thing the Lord has not spoken and the prophet has spoken it presumptuously. Uh And you're not going to be judged by what those other people say. You're going to be judged by what you hear. And he said to the seven churches, let him who has ears hear hear what the Spirit saying to the church. And Paul said, study, Timothy said, study to show thyself approved, a workman unto God. Excuse me, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman. workman. Not approved unto man, approved unto Under God. God. Lord, what is happening? You get into this book and he'll speak to you. Yeah. Now, the, 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 the church here, Laodicea, is the other church. And instead of them owning the money, the money owns them. Yeah. So in the Old Testament, God set up tithing to keep the children of Israel from becoming um, greedy with their blessings. Yeah. You give the first fruits. Money comes in, give the first fruits. Give the first fruits. It's mine. And it's it's yours. It's yours, Lord. Where, says, where do you need help? Who needs feeding? Yeah. Who needs help? And, says, and that well, Laodicea man, says, no, I'm not yeah. going to do that. Mm-hmm. They're going to miss the rapture. He says, will a man rob God, but you have robbed me. And how have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. Tithes and offerings. If I hadn't given a tithe of my substance, I would not be sitting here today uh-uh. delivering this word. Uh-uh. Now, in delivering this word, there's a little bit of persecution that comes along with it. Yeah, some but- people don't want to hear what I've got to say, but it's not me they're rejecting. It's, it's my interpretation word. of Scripture. What God gave you. That's right. So as, as in Jeremiah's case, the men that I'm quoting in this Bible that prophesied about Babylon the Great rising up, Isaiah was cut in half, Jeremiah was stoned to death, uh, Daniel was thrown in the lion's den, and John the Revelator was boiled in oil. So if people back then rejected God's word that way, how will they reject God's word in our generation? Yeah. They will turn away and say, I don't believe in this. Well, well that's one your day, option. One day you will when you one stand you before will. the Lord. One day you And here's the final thing. If America's not in the Bible, how come she fulfills all 53 descriptions of Babylon the Great yeah. given by ordained, sanctified, qualified prophets, including Moses? because we just looked at the curses that have happened. So we may see God judge 
not only those who are not following God, but we may see God start judging some of those that are saying, thus saith the Lord, and it's not the Lord. Yeah. So you, you need you to, be to be careful, careful. Yeah. when you speak, line it up with the word, and then you can stand on it. And then if you misinterpret the word, you know, um, the, the reason why God uses imperfect people is because he has no other choice. <laughs> and we've all said things yeah. that were wrong, and we've all made mistakes. And we've all repented. And then you repent, and you yeah. just keep going on. And, 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 and if you're called to be a prophet and you miss it, repent of it, and then just keep moving keep on going. if you're called to be a prophet. But if some are called, some are sent, and some just went. Uh-huh. And so you have to learn to discern with, mm-hmm. the, with your spiritual ears... Does that line up with Scripture? And if it doesn't, then you can just blow it off and say, yeah. well, you're entitled to your opinion. Yeah. But if, if you come to me with a rhema word, and it's in Scripture, and it, it resonates in my heart, well, I better listen to that prophetic word. Yeah. But we are not called to follow prophets in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. We are called to get on our knees and hear directly from God. From yeah. my sheep no, hear my voice. My voice. Now, the Church of Philadelphia, that's oh, the one you want to be in. That's where I want to be. And Philadelphia, let's just read what he says about Philadelphia. He said, I know thy works. This is Revelation 3, 7, or three fourteen. He says, I know thy works. Behold, I have set before you an open door that no man can shut. Yeah. For thou hast little strength and hast kept my word and hast not denied my name. And that open door, because you have kept the word of my patience, I will keep you from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon the whole world to try them that dwell upon the earth. That is the church triumphant that gets raptured in a millisecond. So the mystery of Babylon the Great has been solved in my mind. There's one more mystery to take place in Babylon the Great, and that's in 1 Corinthians 5.15. Behold, I show you a mystery. mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be taken in the twinkling of an eye. Mm-hmm. So that's there's us. two mysteries. Mystery Babylon in my world has been resolved. The mystery is no longer a mystery. Don't tell me it's Rome. Don't tell me that they're going to build some city in the middle of a desert somewhere. When you look at all the descriptions of Mystery Babylon the Great, she's, she's a port city. She controls the world. She, she's here before the Antichrist arrives. Mm-hmm. She has the bride of Christ within her because once she's judged, it said the voice of the bride and bridegroom shall be heard no more at all in her. Where is she? John says she's up in heaven rejoicing for the marriage mm-hmm. of the Lamb has come and the bride has made herself ready. So that's where we are. And the Church of Philadelphia is where we want to be watching the Word. And and somebody says, well, I don't know the Bible. Well, do unto others as you'd have them do unto you, and you fulfilled it all. Be kind, be considerate, be generous to help people, uh, and, and just be kind to people and walk with God and ask Him to forgive you of any of your sins. And you have arrived. Your heart is right. Yeah. Our heads can still be confused. Yeah. <coughs> we don't have all the answers. Little tormenting spirits. But or... he, he judges you by your heart. heart. 
And Isn't if your wonderful? heart's right, it doesn't matter if you're educated, have a grade one education, if you have a mental handicap, it doesn't matter. It's your heart. That's right. That's what he looks at. Mm -hmm. And God said to Samuel, I don't look at the outward flesh. I look at a heart, and David is my chosen vessel. Yeah, and he so wasn't that. Heart. He wasn't that good of a looking guy. They said he was uh, ruddy. ruddy and of yeah. a fair countenance. Yeah, but he so, was the one that God chose that God to take chose. out Goliath, the giant. And there's giants in the land right yeah. now, and God's going to call each one of us to raise up a shout, not to argue and scream, but to, mm -hmm. warn, people. to warn people. This is in the Bible, folks. And we yeah. have non-believers listening to us. And because we use the word so much, many are coming to Christ. We had a man uh, uh, write us a letter and he said he was in the church. I was drinking. I was partying. I was sleeping around. And he said, I got your book and read it. And then he says, basically scared the hell out of me. And he said, I'm going back to church. I've quit my drinking and partying. And he said, I know that this, what you've said, I know that yes. I know, because yeah. things are so crazy. This has to be demonic, what's happening, yeah. and it is demonic. You know, one of the things we kind of skipped over, we didn't talk too much, you did, but this here, I think, if you cannot accept Jesus now, Couldn't when it be it's harder after we're out of now here. Now is yeah. the time. Now yeah. is the time, because it says um, in Revelation 13, it says, that there's this image made unto the beast. And whoever, it says, he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive that mark on your hand and on your forehead. You talked about that. And no one can buy or sell without it. And I think, wow, if you can't accept Jesus now when it's so easy, you'll be one of the first, give me the mark. Right. Give me the mark. We saw it with the jab, actually, the fear of the Lord. And that was to avoid a little tiny virus. Uh-huh. The mark that's coming, you're not going to be able to buy food Are for you? your children. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be able to heat your house. You're not going to be able to put fuel in your car. Uh-uh. And if you take that mark according to Scripture, you will be cast into the lake of fire. Now, folks, Eternally you want to make banned. sure you're not here when this thing takes over, yes. because when it comes, mm -hmm. it's going to be horrendous. Hello, folks. Karen and I would like to personally thank you, our prayer partners, and our monthly supporters, who are helping us spread God's word concerning America's role in Bible prophecy. In order to help you reach friends and other loved ones with this teaching, please listen to this very special message. In these end times, it is more important than ever to reach the lost. That's why Rick and Karen Pearson have assembled all of their teaching into this powerful study kit. For a gift of just $200 plus shipping and handling, Prophecy USA will send you a free study kit of five books, five study guides, and a DVD teaching aid discussing each chapter. Or for a gift of just $375 plus shipping and handling, you will receive a free study kit of 10 books, 10 study guides, and two DVD teaching aids. Call today at 1-888-306-1759 or visit us online at prophecyusa.org to send your gift and begin sharing these important prophetic teachings. Folks, we hope you've enjoyed 
part two of our interview on the Watchman Network discussing what America has already fulfilled in Bible prophecy and what we believe is coming in future events. This is Prophecy USA. My name is Rick Pearson and I want to remind you that God is in total control. Jesus Christ is alive and he's coming back much sooner than many people think. See you next week on Prophecy USA. Shalom.